This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Teehee, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and Maya Solana McDaniel, first QN student at Aikido of Fresno. All right, here we are. This is a answer question answering episode, or a Part question, of question discussion episode. Yeah. So uh, this episode's kind of launched from a question that we got sent in. Um, when you said this episode, I really thought you were going to say this episode is sponsored by. by. <laughs> Don't I wish only. Yeah. <laughs> by Chris's delicious brownies that yeah. he made. If anyone is good. listening who has the ability to offer some kind of sponsorship for us. <laughs> We're not feel, above selling out. Feel free. No, it's not selling out. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are listening to this podcast uh, who are in need of goods and services. That is true. Um, that, uh, you know, we Our could, listeners. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so. also, we would take trade. I mean, I would take uniforms. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I could use a new hakama. Right. <laughs> well, we'll put, anyway. put, it, put it out into the universe. And put it out. My book is it over 20 the, years old. Put it out that bokeh. So, uh, <laughs> I, just, legally... I just got a new bokeh, so I'm yeah. It's legally so no bokeh manufacturers. Right. <laughs> so, well, talk for your speak for yourself, man. Okay, you just got a new bokeh. I know. Too. I know. All right. So, um, this, like I said, comes from uh, one of the listeners who had written in and uh, had a question, kind of comment, question thing, and it. It's good. It led us to some discussion. So, so Jim Gallant, one of our faithful patrons, so thank you so much, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Um, messaged us and asked, um, and this is one of the, he sent multiple questions, but this is one of the ones that we felt were, um, we were in the mood for today. Um, <laughs> what do you think the state of martial arts is in 2020? Where does it fit into the current cultural zeitgeist? How does Aikido relate to that? Is there a trend that you can see? Well, this is a good one. That's very broad, but it was just kind of like the the, the vibe that yeah. we were all feeling. We were today. kind of talking about something similar to this earlier. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, about the I. So we were earlier. We were kind of di- the discussion sort of was um, what what even is martial arts to most people? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's cool guy stuff essentially. Yeah, you know, martial arts is. Being 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 able to do cool guy stuff, whatever right. that you know, it's, it's kind of shit. Jim James Bond does uh, James, before some mission. He's got to train right. with ninjas or something. <clears throat> right. Or James Bond, you know, yeah. John Wick. He does martial John arts, Wick. or uh, you know, cool guys do martial arts. I, I and we were we were talking about this, and I'm like, I really think people's association there is just martial arts are Our cool, cool, cool guys, like cool <clears throat> stuff. Right. Yeah, and whatever that means, and cool can be different depending right. on what the current co- cultural idea of cool is. This morning, I saw. I, I was talking about this morning because uh, Aikido to <coughs> the Aikido uh, website had put up a or not website, but um, Facebook page, page, had put up a thing that was like, cool judo demonstration, Korean judo team gives a demonstration. And um, it was, you know, like the beginning of it was pretty typical kind of demo, which was like, you know, they were taking some Kimmy and showing some stuff. And then then at the end, they started doing like, I mean, it, basically it was it was a drama. Um, the, the drama didn't have much words or anything, but it was, it was just an action drama. And, mm-hmm. and there was one guy and he wrestled a bunch of guys and they tried to kick him and stuff and you know he got kind of beat up and fell down and then he threw some other guys and they fell down and he beat up like 30 dudes and and i saw it and i was like well, what the fuck does that have to do with judo i mean like that was my gut instinct you know like 
Judo has nothing to do with that. Like, you know, show some guys doing Rondori. That's cool. Show some techniques. That's cool. Do You know, like, that's cool. But, like, they're not theatrical performers. They're not actors or stuntmen. So why are they doing that, right. you know? And I think it's funny because we were talking about it a little bit. And Chris's reaction is very much from... Like seeing it for what it is, which is why this is choreographed. This is a choreographed thing. It's choreography and um, it's kind of theatrical. Why would a judo school be doing something theatrical when that's not what they actually do in terms of like doing theatrical stuff is not the end goal or so you would think. Right. Um, Maya's response was because it's cool guy stuff. Because it's cool guy stuff. Cool and, and that's, I think, what people associate with. Um, doing martial arts is looking cool and, and, and slick and awesome and, you know, fighting, getting back up and, and throwing multiple guys. And that's what we see in our media. And that's the representation of martial arts. And I mean, maybe that can't be helped because movies and TV are, are what they are. But that's how we that's what we think we're going to get when we, yeah. when we do that. It made me think, too, that, you know, I needed to add another category to, to my definitions of martial arts. And I think I've been talking around this for a long time, but this morning I was like, oh, no, this really is true. Like, so, you know, for a long time I've said there's traditional martial arts, and that's, like, stuff like, you know, karate, uh, taekwondo, um, you know, martial arts like that, Aikido, that that the goal is to make a better person through Budo training through, you know, it doesn't have to be Budo, Kung Fu is a traditional martial art. I don't mean to pick on just Japanese martial arts, but it's a martial art that, is designed mostly to like make people um, be more disciplined, have more courage, build community, build friendships, build groups, build social structures. Like that's what traditional martial arts is really built to do. And you learn to, you know, you learn martial techniques and doing it and how to apply them and stuff. But but the real goal is not that. So growing, growing the person. Right, right. Yeah, growing the person, right? The real idea of Budo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's traditional martial arts. And the sport martial arts. Where the goal is, like in any sport, to achieve accolades in the sport, right? So this is like judo, boxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, MMA, any kind of sport where we win trophies and stuff. And then everyone goes, oh, you're the champion or whatever. And whatever reasons we would play baseball, volleyball, soccer, same reasons, except we're doing it around martial arts instead of, you know, the other sports. And then there's self-defense, which is... The goal is to use martial techniques to defend myself if I was attacked today, as the world really is, right? You know, like, what would I do? You know, would I use firearms or would I wrestle or what would I do? And so that's that kind of training. But then this morning I was like, there really is another category now, which is theatrical martial arts. And they're martial arts that are designed around the idea of how would I make this look super cool? This is what I do, you know? It's interesting because when you th- talk about the state of martial arts, it's I and you spell it out like the way that you just did in in terms of the different um, things. So once upon a time, I think it was much more like everything else in the world. There were br- the broad categories, and 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 one was everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So once upon a time, to, it was you said martial arts. Traditional martial arts is what people thought about, right? Right? You know, you said. Martial arts people go judo, you know, or whatever it was. Um, now I think it's it's everything. So for some people, you're going to go like martial arts, they're immediately going to go MMA. Right. Um, some yeah. people, you say martial arts, they're immediately going to go um, the thing that I saw John Wick doing. Right. You yeah. know, you say, so I think it's like everything else. Everything has become fra- fragmented. Um, and and it's cool in one way because there's so many niche uh, areas that like you can go, but it's difficult just from a general standpoint now because everyone has a different 
cultural can reference. have a different cultural reference about what this thing is. Because right. I think just as many people, if you go martial art and they're going to go MMA, that many people over are going to say, yeah, John Wick or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, right. Or, and I, or I, they're going to go, uh, yeah, man, those those prepper guys or whatever. Or, right, you know, right. the, the, the sort of um, the gun, the tactical right, combat right, right. guys. Um, so I think there's a lot of... There's not just one overreaching thing anymore. People's right. minds will jump to whatever their closest touchstone for martial arts is. I will so, say this, though. Traditional martial arts is probably on the lower end of that spectrum. Oh, right. nowadays, yeah. You know. yeah. I think you're exactly right. If you know in the 1980s you said, I do martial arts, people would predict, would uh, envision you doing a traditional martial art, like a traditional style martial art. Mm-hmm. In that, we know that actors do that kind of stuff. So, like, you got Bruce Lee, right, Steven Bruce Seagal, Lee, Chuck Norris, Chuck these guys. Norris, so, like, yeah. so of course you could do theatrical Russell's stuff with it. Muscles from Plus, Russell. uh, a lot of those have um, uh, sport aspects. Billy Blanks. Yep. So, so we know that we would have, like, kickboxers and stuff. So, that's also true. And then, of course, you could learn to defend yourself. And so, if you have an old view of martial arts, like I did for a while, like, you think that martial arts means traditional martial arts. And you can do sports, theatrical stuff, and defend yourself all with that. And then now I think in 2020, everyone started to realize, you know, maybe they don't say it as succinctly as I just did, but it's like there are these different categories, you know? Yeah, and each of those things has to be trained. You know, I can't can't do traditional martial arts and expect to be a sport guy. I can't do theatrical martial arts and expect to be a traditional martial you know it, right. they, they don't really um, yeah necessarily and i think the pendulum overall would have right now has swung to sport martial arts mma boxing that kind of people that's what they know how to talk about martial arts with they have this idea of mixed martial arts being mar- the martial art they think of but what they're interested in and then what they think they're doing with mixed martial arts is not actually what we, they would get out of it if they were to do that. And sport martial arts have as many drawbacks as traditional martial arts do, but that's currently a common cultural touchstone for people. And it we're not talking about what the strengths of sport martial arts are and what the weaknesses of those are. It was the same thing you were saying when people used to think that it's traditional martial arts, you can do all those things. Now it's the same, only it's right. sport martial arts. You can, you do can still do all, all those things. things. Yes. So you can do sport martial arts and still get, you know, the traditional or whatever. But I... In, whether or not you can, can. Or, you know, but yeah, that's really interesting. Um, can you read that again? Because there was some other, there was another. The state of about. martial arts in 2020. Where does it fit into the current cultural zeitgeist? Aikido. Oh, oh, How does just, Aikido relate to that? And is there a trend that you can see? So what was that first one? What is the state? The state of martial arts do, do I, in, Aikido, does, in 2020. Do we feel like that, that sums it up? That's the state of martial arts? I mean. Here's a question. Is martial arts more or less acceptable, viable, profitable, whatever, all those things than it was in the past? Is it the way that people are looking at it is the only thing that has changed? Or is it um, actually more people, less people interested in it? Does that make sense? Yep. So, I mean, do you have a, a, a... thought about that i don't know is it is it i mean because i think there's probably i think it's probably as uh popular as ever generally now depending on what you do within it will determine whether or not it 
you think that. You know what I'm saying? So traditional martial arts schools are not going to say that. They're going to go like, oh, no, we don't, we're not seeing as many people, you know? Okay, yeah. So what I think about that is that depending on what you're, like, what you're, you're what's called to your mind when, when so, so say I tell someone that I do martial arts, whatever comes up in their mind is will determine what they think of me doing martial arts or what their immediate judgment of whether that's cool or not, whether they'd be interested in joining me, all that stuff. Um, because I think that traditional martial arts have taken a dip. They seem a little dorky now. They're a little kind of out of fashion in comparison, at least to sport martial arts, to MMA and whatever else. Um, and so if someone's, you know, if someone's brain jumps to, oh, Maya does MMA because she said she does martial arts, they'll be like, oh, that's kind of awesome. And I get that a lot when people ask me and they're like, oh, that's badass. You, you do like MMA or whatever. Kick ass, right? And then when I clarify, oh, no, it's, you know, more this kind of thing. You know, I do IQ, blah, blah, blah. Here's what it's about. And they're like, oh, OK. Like there's, you know, because they've now I've, I've tweaked their perception of I, I've reminded them, oh, hey, there's this other aspect of martial arts. There's other kinds of martial arts. Here's actually what I do. There is an association there that's like eh, kind of what like old people do, like like Tai Chi or something like it draws oh, up these old. other ideas. You know what I mean? And so like what people think about it really like people jump to conclusions. And so if you let them jump to a cool conclusion, then it's cool. But if you if you, um, you know, if the association is already set to traditional martial arts, which I do think are kind of for some for a lot of younger people associated as like kind of dorky kind of silly that's what kids do then there's like not such a, a cool connotation to that so it's complicated depending on what people what people's brains jump to you i'm know? just wondering if there's like more people who are interested in in broad sense martial arts than there were you know 15 years ago 20 years ago or if it's the same amount of people it's just um or distributed it, it, it differently distributed differently yeah cuz i could see it either way i could see that there's probably more people interested because of the popularity of mma and all the you know interested not doing it but interested right that's um, two different things <laughs> but i could also see the flip side which is like no it's the same amount of people probably only now people instead of watching boxing or whatever else they used to watch or you know being interested in um you know karate taekwondo like now they're into brazilian jiu-jitsu right watching uh, ufc watching usc yeah studying mixed martial arts watching john wick rather than watching you know bruce lee right, movies right. but i don't i so i could i could see it both ways and i don't i don't know um but where do we see okay so setting all of that up like we kind of talked about traditional martial arts in general. Where So where does Aikido fit into all of that? Well, I mean, maybe we should hit a little more, like, because I think you're making a good point, Chris, about the theatrical martial arts being maybe that's a direction to go. Because what people see, the, like, representation of martial arts that people see a lot is in movies and in TV. And what that is is... Um, choreography essentially and 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 cool stuff whatever that is a, an amalgam of you know kicks and punches and different styles and whatever the choreographer thinks is really badass looking and I think a lot of people do get into martial arts for like to look cool you know especially young people because that's that's what a lot of people care about is just I want to look awesome and I don't I want I want people to think I'm I'm awesome and you know not think I'm a dork you know what I mean like and that's I think that's a huge attraction to martial arts. So maybe there would be a space for martial arts that are just about 
looking awesome and doing cool choreography. Well, I mean, there are, I feel like, like whether people were saying that or not, but you know, <laughs> like there are. And Aikido, I feel like is kind of one of them, at least if you look at it from the standpoint of like the demonstrations that people do, like the main aesthetics seem to be one of the main plays of it above anything else. Like, you know, they're showing technique, right? But the aesthetics of the technique seem to be as important as the, the actual technique. The actual technique in the demonstration, per, for demonstration purposes anyway, I feel like. Um. Yeah, and I think where Aikido falls into that is difficult because I think that the particular, if we're talking about the aesthetic part of Aikido, it's... It is a particular aesthetic, and it can be considered, like, really cool and interesting and, 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 you know, more choreographed. But I don't know if that's really cool to a lot of people. Like, I think that Aikido is kind of an acquired taste. I feel like... Not, I mean, some people are just, like, really interested in, in the philosophy and immediately are just like, that's how you start Aikido. But, like, I think for a lot of people, like that think that the aesthetic is awesome is because they've been doing Aikido for a while and they, they, they've learned to love the, the flowing skirts and the, the high falls and the, you know, the, that whole aesthetic, you know? And so I don't know if like, if that's something that Aikido could ever really capitalize on in terms of looking like badass, because I don't think that that, that aesthetic is exactly badass. It's more of like beautiful, you know? And so I don't know if like, if there ever was a, um, a trend of martial arts just purely for those badass, you know, demonstration purposes that Aikido could really get in on that. Well, I you mean, know, I think that when I feel like when Steven Seagal was doing his thing and, you know, in the beginning of whatever movie and they're like throwing people around and he has the Hakama on and like, I think there is something about that aesthetic that can be bad at, you know, I don't necessarily think that it's that's what people are into right now, though. You know, people are into patches on the geese and, you know, whatever. Right. More than uh, more than the, the rest. Um, yeah, I don't know. So originally when, you know, I read this, I, I was mostly being funny but said that aikido there has there's no it has no play <laughs> you know like it just in some ways i just feel like uh traditional martial arts in general kind of becoming irrelevant or feeling like they're starting to become irrelevant yeah yeah i think what chris was saying earlier about people being interested in self-defense i think that that's where it is going it's just like how do we help educate the public and get them geared in the right direction to be open to understanding what self-defense actually looks like? Because if your only understanding of martial arts comes from movies and media, then you think that self-defense means fighting six ninjas one at a time, you know, using a banana and, you know, a folding chair, you know what I mean? Something crazy, you know what I mean? Something silly. Um, or over the top because that's all you've seen and so like I think people 
that's the whole reason people like martial arts is they, they do want to learn how to handle themselves in the world. And that's what they've, they've always been about. But people don't know how to how to how to even say that they want that or how to how to verbalize, how to ask for that, how to how to get it, where to go. Talking, so we're talking about the state of martial art, of martial art. How does the internet, YouTube, change all of this? Because in some ways, I think the state the state of martial arts generally is um, as wide open as it's ever been. In yeah, that, that's for the sure. information's all out there, right? And like, who knows if you're going to be able to find it whatever but the information is is completely out there you can go right now and find information on any kind of martial art and find 15 different people who have videos about you know if i want to find out about shooting a gun i can find 30 different guys teaching me how right. to get a good grip yeah. or whatever right um same with you know mma same with jujitsu you know if i wanted to learn jujitsu um i could watch tutorials all day i mean and i'm not that's not going to give me the knowledge i need but i can do that so how does that kind of flip things for, because in some ways like yeah martial arts is as good as it's ever like as it's ever been right i have hope that it's going to get a lot better you know i think you're right it is as good as it's ever been but i think right now we're in a, like a really formative time because of information so available um, but at the same time, we are so flooded with information that it's going to take some time for like some new trends and some new directions to evolve because there's just a million videos about how to do a role, you know, for in, in, using Aikido. You know, there's there's 15 million videos on, you know, how to teach a new person how to do a role or just how to do a role on your own. And that's not bad. It's just like at the same time, there's so much to sift through that that can be difficult because everyone's kind of shouting into the internet all at once. And so it's good because if you want to find something, you will find something. It's just a matter of like, if someone's new and they don't know what to look for, they're going to be inundated with a million different versions of the same thing. And if you're the kind of person that's really going to like look for something good, you'll be able to sift through things and really, you know, pick out commonalities between 15 different rolling videos and finally figure out the best way to roll. But like not everybody has the 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 ability or the the time or the um the strength, whatever you want to say, to be able to do that. And so like it is difficult because instead of in the past where you're like, well, I go to my one local martial arts school and I ask the sensei there and he teaches me and he's the only guy I know. So like, I'm going to take what I can from him. There isn't that same like assuredness that I'm doing there. Like there's lots of questioning because there's so many people saying, well, actually, well, actually, well, actually well, on the internet, actually. it's like nerds. It's, it's probably overwhelming to a lot of people that are interested in martial arts. And so I think that could be difficult for us as a martial arts community in the whole because there's just so many voices you know and so it's like it's it's difficult to develop and move forward when so many people are talking over each other and, and no one knows which what to right. listen to it's specifically interesting for i i think as yeah. someone who watches has been watching not a lot of videos but i watch the um how the how different each of the things you know there's no one message traveling yeah. through right um you watch three different videos they're all gonna give you three different sort of takes on what they're doing even if they're doing the same thing 
And it's difficult to say whether that's a bad thing or a good thing because it's not either bad or good. It's just how it is right now. And like there are positives and negatives to there being more voices than there has ever been about martial arts. But at the same time, I'm hoping moving forward in the future that like that there will start to be discernible trends and we'll start to talk to each other because people can now contact each other over, you know, across continents and oceans and stuff. Talk about... They can have podcasts. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, the, we can talk about, like, what are martial arts for? What are we doing with them? What does Kung Fu do? What is its goal? Why, why, why do it? Why not do it? You know, what is Aikido doing? You know, like, start to actually, like, have like discourse about that and find ways to talk about things because up until this point everything's been so isolated that like everybody has their own language and, and they're speaking different languages to each other and there's no way to 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 right. connect you and know? this is why you get like uh sumo versus kick puncher or whatever because people right. are trying to compare right. stuff but right. they don't know right. how right. because there's yeah. there's a bunch of different languages and they're like well they're talking about the same things right and it's like no, not not really. So, like, yeah, we can do this if you want sumo versus kick puncher, but you have to understand what you're seeing, you know? Yeah, and that's going to take some hashing out. Like, I think it's going to take – I think Chris has said this multiple times in the past on the podcast, but that, like, we're kind of in a little bit of a martial arts dark ages right now, but hopefully we're starting to see the light with the availability of the internet that, you know uh, – we've got to step it to the next level beyond just what my sensei says or my lineage says. Not that that's a bad thing, but like we've got to start talking to each other as a whole community if we want it to be an academic study. And it can be a physical practice, uh, you know, that is aided by an academic study because that's how you move an area forward. That's how you, you grow in, you know, that's how like the field of mathematics grows you know you build these different areas and people talk to each other and write papers and debate each other and you know decide what the best theory is and they test it and they reason you know what i mean like that's what we have to be doing as a martial arts community and like the internet will allow us to do that like we have never been able to before but we're gonna have to trudge through this time where everyone's yelling (laughs) and that's difficult yeah well it's also very difficult to figure out like who who knows who knows these things? Right. You know, like... Because someone really legitimate could be saying some really good ideas, but no one's listening to them. Right. You know? And so we've got to also... Or you... Just, I mean, and again, because you have, you know, a lot of people putting out a lot of content, um, you may think that that's the guy, or because a guy has, you know, a specific resume or a specific whatever, you may think that that guy has the the good knowledge um and maybe he does but in some ways it, it it's like it's very hard to determine like okay how do i even decide like i'm watching something or i've stumbled onto like and this is not just aikido this is everything this is why we have the fake news quote unquote right like um people are just not as good at discerning information anymore uh they're not and yeah. so that becomes problematic when we're dealing with um, information gathered from a, a screen or whatever, you know. Because mm-hmm. 
it's a little easier discerning information if we're face to face or we're in a class, you know, or whatever, and I'm on the mat and I can kind of see and test something and be like, well, okay, that's weird and I don't get it. Or, you know, well, my sensei seems like he knows what he's talking about and, you know, the things that he says make sense to me, et cetera, so forth. That gets more difficult as we put layers between us and the yes. actual thing. Yeah. So. I think. Which is maybe know. outside of all of this, but maybe not. I mean, maybe that is the, the state of martial arts now. It's like, yeah, it lives in a box, in a screen on your phone or in your, you know. Yeah, it's it's difficult because it is a, a, it's a physical thing. You know, we in order to do martial arts, we have to be in the physical world with another person. So it's difficult when you're just talking about it. But at the same time, in order to, and like we've talked about multiple times on this podcast, like you have to have formally a good way of talking about something in order to um, pass it down, to, to teach other people. And so um, as, you know, as important as the actual physical training is, that's number one and that's always going to be number one. Having a way that we all talk to each other about martial arts in, within the Aikido community and outside, like that's super important too um, because that will um, allow us to respect each other and be respectable as a whole community, um, as an academic community and, 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 and taking this as a serious pursuit, you know, like about how we think about things and how we figure stuff out and present theories and, and research and, and how we do all of that, you know? And so I think it is important to like have a mode to talk to each other and also have a mode to be discerning about, um, what what kind of claims people make and what kind of you know and there has been i've started to see a like a um a a trend online on like facebook and stuff of people saying okay well if you if you're saying that post a video and i have mixed feelings about a video being proof of something but i think it is better proof than just making a statement if you're wanting to to say something or make a point about something it is good to have a source or backup or something you know and so we're starting to get in that direction where people are like okay you can say whatever you want to say, but at the end of the day, let's start comparing stuff and looking at it and going, how do we, how do we decide what is worthwhile, you know? But beyond videos, we've got to talk about, okay, well, what are we looking for in the first place, you know? Because you can't judge a video if you don't know what it's supposed to be doing, what the goal is in the first place. And so it's like, got to be able to hash that out, you know? And I, uh, it was making me think of, I think earlier this year or last year, it was a debate between Lenny Sly and Corky Quackenbush and two Aikido teachers on very different ends of the Aikido spectrum. And whatever you want to say about either teacher, they came together and had a conversation and had a training time together. And they posted the video of them having a conversation about what, what they each think Aikido is and um, about doing some Aikido with each other and... I have some mixed feelings about how it all came out in the end and what they said and, and the different discussion, but I think it is valuable to have that online to like look at it and go, okay, can these people, can we talk to each other? You know, can we decide what we even think? You know, can we, do we even talk about things in the same way at all? You know? And so I think that is a good direction to start going in is to, to compare and, and not with, without pointing fingers, you know, to actually just look at stuff. What's the trend? Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of hit on it, but I don't, I think the trend is there's, there's no, you know, there's no trend. Yeah. 
Not I mean, yet, anyway. The, I, I suppose... It could the, start developing. I suppose I, you know. the, the traditional martial arts disappearing, That I mean, that's a tr- that people are, are uh, may, seem to be making a push toward... Um, Self-defense? Well, yeah, like, or pra- practical martial I don't know what you would want to call it. Um, as opposed to traditional martial arts, but... And I think that, I mean, I think this, you call this a trend, is that there are people that see that that the general populace are interested in, quote-unquote, practical skill, self-defense, whatever you want to say. And um, there are people in the Aikido community now are, that are like, okay, well, maybe that's what we need to offer. Maybe that's what we need to do then. And is that something that Aikido has, question mark? Is that something that's already existing, or do we need to add stuff to make it practical quote unquote or like what's that all about and so i think there is a definite trend in that direction of people being um interested and 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 wanting to work on that and then there are other people that are just like aikido is what it is i like it the way it is it's a you know aesthetic practice or i know i am confident in what it offers to me and so i feel no need to to change or, or you know find a new way of talking about that and i think that that's um, valid and respectable, but as a thing that exists in a larger cultural world um, and and is susceptible to trends and people being interested or not interested in stuff, you know, if there is no change whatsoever, at least in the way that we look at Aikido, then um, it's Aikido susceptible to not, not being popular or not even um, having students, you know? Right. And whether we want that or not is kind of... That's up to us. So that's, you know? that's a question. I mean, do you ever see, and this might be a good one for Chris, but a, a, a time when no one, there's just not Aikido because no one wants to do it? Yeah. I mean, it could totally happen. I mean, I feel like for us, at least personally, like I don't necessarily see that because it's like the. The way we teach and the things we teach, I, I feel like those things people will always be looking for outside of whatever it's called, you know? Um, so I feel like yeah, maybe Aikido goes away as a thing that people know, like as a term or whatever. But I still think that if you're teaching those skills, whatever, call it whatever you want, that is something that that if you can get it in front of people they're going to want this sort of goes back to the thing that the couple episodes where it's like if if people knew what aikido was would that really was doing what they want it and i think that like yeah yes but now but we have to get there it's i mean it's honestly i hate to i hate this word but it is kind of a branding thing you know it's the it's not the actual set of skills or the system itself it's all the shit around it that will go in and out, in or out of style, you know. That's all the that's all that stuff that people will either go, oh, "That's cool," or "I hate that." That's stupid. That looks stupid to me, you know. But the actual skill set, I think, no matter what the what's hot right now, people will find, you know, uh, value in that. It's just a matter of what the packaging is, really. And and that's I think that's the issue right now is we're coming to a, a time where the packaging is silly to some people you know or or not as hot or you know and and also maybe not not important right yeah right that's the other thing of that Mm -hmm. practical 
It's like mm. I just want to know that it works. I don't care what it's called or what it. Right. I don't want to. Like, I don't need to wear a gi. I right, don't right. need to. You know, dance around or you know, have a flowy skirt. Like that doesn't matter to me. You know, and so, it's a matter of going. Well, do we, do we change the way people see us, or do we go? Well, screw you guys then. You know. I mean, that's, it's kind of what we are trying to figure right. out right and now. And do you risk? And I'd like to actually see the numbers of like you know if you're looking at traditional and i i know i've read stories or heard stories you know how much you could trust of you know traditional martial arts um you know even in china japan like disappearing you know like kung fu schools just that lineage of thing just kind of dies out yeah because no one wants to do it um so i mean i i suppose you could risk that happening i think with aikido it it does it won't i feel like it'll never die out because we're dealing with like base ideas that will exist forever and be discovered again by so even if aikido never like if i right. died last person who ever did it knew anything about it blah blah, blah someone else is going to pick up those ideas um because just because they're, they're innate they're, they're, they're innate, human they're human and i and i you know in the same way that like take away all the the uh the rule sets boxing the ideas of boxing are innate like i hit you in a certain way and i cover like you know um i feel like aikido is working on those same principles so yeah it's never really going to go away it, it you know yeah, it will live on in some iteration. Yeah, someone at, else will some discover it, and they'll call it something else, maybe. But yeah, um, my heart, my heart will go on. Yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do. This was a question <laughs> I had for Chris because, and we've talked about this. I mean, uh, do you see like because you look at this a lot, like look at martial arts, gen- like the giant scope martial arts a lot. What do you see as, like, what's what's the next thing? I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming up right now. I think tactical martial arts are definitely uh, getting popular, although they might they might just kind of be a blip and then kind of disappear, uh, meaning they got really popular. Like, there's a lot of gun guys running around doing stuff, talking about tactics and wanting to wear plate carriers and stuff like that. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, Sport martial arts, it, it, it will blip on and off a whole bunch forever. Um, but the problem is when regular people start to get into sport martial arts and realize that they're not athletes and martial artists, then <laughs> right. they're going to be like, they're going to quit because it's hard, you know, like, and also when you age out, then you age out of it. So, you know, like, oh, yeah, they come and go. Um, you can have to become a coach or an instructor right. at a certain age because you can't do it. Yeah, right. There's just a certain physical physicality level that not everyone is at. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people right now are into what I was calling theatrical martial arts, which is like, you know, they want to do something that looks cool, period. That's the beginning and end of it. But I, I don't really think that has a, a long livelihood because in the end, martial people who want to do martial arts have a practical nature. And so they'll go, well, that's cool, but what are you going to do with it? And it's like you get something like Wushu, which is like 
you know, it's a it's kung fu style that, you know, kind of all the teeth have been pulled out. And it's like, it looks really beautiful and it's cool, but those guys don't fight with it. And so they're not fighter guys, you know, they, there's no practicality to it. So they do that. Or like there's extreme martial arts. It's like, you know, guys doing Taekwondo and stuff. And it's like, it, it's about looking cool. And that's awesome. And there's definitely a group of people who do that. People who do ballet and people do all kinds of stuff that's just beautiful for no other reason. But I don't know if that will ever fill the martial arts niche. niche. Self-defense will probably always stick around. Like that will be what people think of martial arts in a sense or another. But the problem is self-defense isn't sexy. And so like if you're really looking at what self-defense is, then you're going to inherently go, oh, well, that's, you know, maybe I should do that for about a year and figure out how it works. And then I don't need to do more of it. Right. So so really the only way to keep people in for the long term is probably traditional martial arts, which, which does all the things of developing you as a person, which you can continue to do for the rest of your life and have community and all that stuff. So it's probably got the longest stick around, but right now it is certainly not popular. So it's yeah. interesting to me because I do believe that the self-defense aspect of it, like people go, oh, yeah, self-defense, that's that's the thing that I want. But I feel like that's the thing they say they want. But then when you delve into it, it's like, I want to learn to kick, and, kick punch, and grapple. I want to be like, badass. That's what, like, and I've read a lot of, of books, and especially, like, you know, some of the books are uh, a little older. But, you know, whatever they're talking about, that's what they're talking about. Like, that's the extent of their martial, like, of their self-defense. And to me, that's a very limited scope. So it's like, that's not really self-defense. That's kicking, punching, and grab. Like, so to me, there needs to be, if, if you really, I feel like self when people say self-defense, or it, right now, I think, when people say martial art, that's what they're talking about. Kick, punch, wrestling. I think what captures the imagination is whatever looks hot, and that's generally theatrical martial arts or sport martial arts. Like, that looks awesome. Um, but then when people get into it, they're like, oh, theatrical martial arts has no teeth. There's nothing good there. And then sport martial arts is a really limited group of people and really limited to sport. And so it's like that's what captures the imagination. What's actually practical is traditional martial arts and self-defense, but neither of those are sexy. How huh, many? That's interesting. Yeah. So if you include theatrical, there's like a set of four and two of them are sexy and hot, cool, whatever. And then the other two are but what actually people really want, but it's not hot and cool. How, how many people do you think uh, like so who in at, back in the day or whatever uh, would be drawn to martial arts um, and now are drawn to CrossFit, parkour, any of the number of like I would I would like kind of related things, you know, like the the fitness train because I feel like martial arts a lot of times falls into fitness thing, yeah, you know, being like, fit and flexible and agile and strong, and, and that, so yeah. I feel like some of the traditional martial artists may be getting taken up by people who are going into, you know, Peloton or riding their, you know. Orange. What is it? The the bike. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Any of yeah. the the things that people can do. Parkour and yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. The 18 to 35 crowd is interested in physical fitness and looking super cool and being awesome. And then the under and over crowd is not as interested in that. Right. All right. I think we hit that. I was I was like, let me think about it. But I I mean, is there anything else? Pretty complete. I mean, yeah, I think um hopefully we did. If we didn't Jim can send us another message and say 
you know, hey, I don't think you guys really thought about blank, whatever it is, whatever spot that we haven't thought about. But um, let's go ahead and thank our patrons. So thank you so much to our patrons. We really, really appreciate you. You make it possible for us to do this podcast. Thank you very much. um, You mean the world to us. Um, And thank you to all of our um, listeners who are patrons or not who send us in um, uh, questions and, uh, you know, just reach out and say, hey, thanks uh, for doing the podcast. We are listening. And that's really nice, too. Um, And... if you haven't already, um, share it with your friends and um, do us a review on whatever um, for- forum you are listening to us on. Um, you know, write us a review and that'll help us. And if of- you have questions about things that you think we should be talking about, let us know. Absolutely. And we'll try to get to We're a little backlogged maybe. Um, but don't let that stop but you. But don't let that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Brooke Ferragamo, um, Christian Sager, Francis Cordone, Scott Byrne, Sension Center, Barrett Lippi, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Marcin Chiss, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Jim Sullivan, Christopher Aceto, Thomas Polino, Flora Hanowick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Tommy Siv, Dave Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinos Andrew, and Grant Templin. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Tip of the week. Um, clean your dojo if you don't already. Like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good this one. Is, that's really random, <laughs> but that was what came out in this moment. Um, no, but that's like a good tip. I mean, but if you're if you're if you're not if you don't help out already to you know clean up after class is over, I think a lot of dojos do have that as a um as a little tradition um if that's not something you already do maybe you think about starting that because i'm sure that your sensei or dojo cho or whoever whoever whatever space that you're practicing in could probably use the uh, dusting or a, a sweeping or a mopping so or at least just ask and say hey is there anything you need from me before i right head out or whatever i don't know i think i mean i i notice i feel like our other students in the dojo especially are very good about this but they'll often ask chris hey can i fix that light bulb hey can i bring in a you know this thing or oh hey i brought some oranges for the coffee table you know that's all nice stuff and that makes i think it makes a um a dojo cho and the senseis feel supported and, and feel like you know this is a place that people want to be so that's always nice man that's a good tip of the week <laughs> that might be the best one we've had in a long while they're all good but <laughs> thanks i guess <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we will we'll, see you we'll, next week. Yeah, or talk to you next week.